Welcome everybody to the Florida Daily Radio Network, where we are on Spotify, Anchor, Google Plays, and Apple Podcasts. I'm your host Dylan today, and it is a happy Easter to everybody. Uh, I know Easter at this point is already done uh, when I'm doing this, but you know, to everybody else, happy Easter. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening to this podcast every day. This is all of you guys is what helps keep this podcast going. Uh, some announcements I do have to make. I will be making a website for the podcast so you guys will get all the information, just kind of, uh, what the podcast is about for people who are new. Um, other stuff, we'll be having some of the podcast, uh, episodes on there. I'll be putting links, uh, I'll be doing, I'll, I might even write some blog posts and stuff too. So expect that, uh, in the here, in, in the near future. I just started a YouTube channel. It's FSL Radio Network, uh, all in that. Cap FSL and then Cap R Radio and then Cap N Network. So have a new YouTube channel. So go check that out. I will be putting a link in the Instagram. Uh, so look for that here in the next I don't know little bit. Um, gonna go through all the games. Uh, so April nineteenth uh, and then the twentieth, which is yesterday. Gonna go through those games and tell you guys who won uh, those games. And then we're gonna go through the twenty second game. Uh, which is going to be tomorrow, uh, Monday. We'll go through all those games, and we're going to go through the starting pitchers and stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> so the first game we're going to go to on April 19th will begin here. The Charlotte Stone Crabs and the Fort Myers Miracle. The Fort Myers Miracle were able to beat the Charlotte Stone Crabs at Charlotte Sports Park 3-1. Charlotte, they had one run, five hits, and one error. Fort Myers had three runs, eight hits, and one error. And I'm actually sorry, it was not at Charlotte Sports Park. It was actually where the Fort Myers Miracle play at CenturyLink Sports Complex, or what used to be called Hammond Stadium. So, again, Charlotte, one run, five hits, one error. For Air Fort Myers, they had three runs, eight hits, and one error. Next game we're going to jump to is Tampa and Clearwater. Tampa able to knock off the Clearwater Threshers, eight to four. Tampa had eight runs, ten hits, and one error. Clearwater had four runs, eight hits, and one error. That game was at Spectrum Field. Jupiter Bradenton, they played on Friday. Jupiter had one run, nine hits, and two errors. Bradenton had seven runs, nine hits, and no errors. So relatively close uh, in the hits era, er, area, uh, but runs, Bradenton was just able to do a better job there. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about that. I'm still getting over a cold, so. Uh, some games did get postponed. Uh, oh, actually, a lot of games got postponed. There was a... There was some rain that was coming from Texas, so some games did get postponed on Friday. Daytona and Florida got postponed. St. Lucie and Palm Beach got postponed. Lakeland and Dunedin also got postponed. So three of the six games got postponed on Sat or on Friday. So not the way. I don't think the the league probably wanted that to happen. So only three three games were played that day, as the, the rest of them were all postponed. Of course. Uh, Florida and Lakeland, they got a lot of the rain from the Texas area. Palm Beach might have just had some rain, but I don't think that involved anything from all that front that came from Texas. I don't know if you guys saw the weather. Um, Alrighty, so that was on Friday, April 19th. So only three games played that day. We're going to get into a lot of games this day. A couple doubleheaders we had uh, for makeups. So let's get it going. St. Lucie and Palm Beach game one on Saturday, April 20th. 
Palm Beach able to beat the St. Lucie Mets 6-0 in a shutout victory. St. Lucie had no runs, 6 hits, and 1 error. Palm Beach had 6 runs, 10 hits, and 1 error. So good job there for Palm Beach. Really got the scoring going. St. Lucie, though, they were able to take Game 2 of the doubleheader. St. Lucie had 5 runs, 8 hits, and no errors. And Palm Beach had 1 run, 6 hits, and 2 errors. Both of those games did go into 7 innings. They tried to make them shorter because, you know, it's um, doubleheaders. So... Didn't want to make them, I guess, too long for the players. Uh, so let's get to Daytona and Florida. They played a doubleheader as well on Saturday. Daytona took game one. They won 3-2. to two. Daytona had three runs, ten hits, and no errors. Florida had two runs, eight hits, and one error. And then in game, um, in game two, almost went to... Uh, this game actually almost went to nine innings. Uh, it went into eight innings, actually. Daytona... They won by a score of 7-5, to five, so they took both games in the doubleheader. Daytona had 7 runs, 10 hits, and 1 error. Florida had 5 runs, 6 hits, and no errors. It was a tie heading into the 7th, so they went into the 8th. Almost went into 9 innings. Would have been a full game. Uh, Charlotte and Fort Myers, they wrapped up their series on Saturday. Uh, as we're getting here. Uh, Charlotte won by a score of 7-2. to two. Charlotte had 7 runs, 10 hits, and 1 error. And four Myers had two runs, 11 hits, and no errors. So the hits were coming in for both teams, but Charlotte was just able to get the runs and able to produce some more. Dunedin and Lakeland, they played their final game this past yesterday. Uh, or, yeah, yesterday. Uh, and they I believe they played... No, they didn't play a doubleheader. I'm sorry. Thought they about to play the doubleheader. Apparently they didn't. Uh, so Dunedin, they won by a score of 6-4. to four. Dunedin had six runs, seven hits, and no errors. Lakeland had four runs, 12 hits, and one error. For Tampa and Clearwater, Clearwater able to take game three. They won uh, their series 2-1. to one. Clearwater had two runs, six hits, and no errors. Tampa had one run, seven hits, and no errors. And Jupiter and Bradenton rounding out the games before uh, today. Uh, there was no games on today. Everyone gets the day off for Easter, which I think is good. You know, allows the players to get to see their families and stuff. I think that's a, a good thing to allow all the players. You know, they don't get many days off. They're they're playing till the end of August, so not a lot of time off for the players. So it's good to see them be able to kind of be able to hang out with their families today and not have to play. So some team, some some leagues though, they they still play. So Bradenton and Jupiter, they played in the final game uh, before this today's off day. Uh, so Bradenton, they won by a score of three to two. Jupiter had two runs, nine hits, and two errors, and Bradenton had three runs, six hits, and no errors. Uh, so again, this was also uh, this is a quick podcast I'm doing. I'm just kind of going over everything quickly. <clears throat> now looking into tomorrow's set of games. Uh, so we'll begin here. First game is at six. 30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's Tampa and Charlotte as they begin a series tomorrow. Frank German will be on the mound for the Tampa Tarpons. He is a right-hander. He is 0 for 1 to start out the year with a 4.15 ERA and three strikeouts. And for the Charlotte Stone Crabs, they will have Brian Schaefer on the mound. He is 0 for 0 with a 1.69 ERA and six strikeouts. Heading into the next game, St. Lucie and Lakeland. They start at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Time. St. Lucie will have Tony Debrell on the mound. Uh, he is one and one with a two 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 ERA, two point two ERA with thirteen strikeouts. And for the Tigers, they will have prospect Tarek Skubal or Skubal. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, he is one and one with a one point one thirteen ERA and a twenty strikeouts. So pretty good start to his season for Tarek. 
Uh, Hammerheads and Cardinals, a battle of Roger Dean Stadium, will be tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. They have yet to announce their pitchers, so uh, we I guess I'll I'll make the I'll tell you guys who uh, who's pitching for that game on Tuesday. Who pitched for those games? So no pitchers yet though for both teams. Uh, Fort Myers and Bradenton they're playing tomorrow at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Fort Myers they'll be having. Uh, they actually have not yet announced their pitcher for Fort Myers, but for Bradenton they have announced their pitcher. Adi Nunez will be on the mound for the Marauders. Over no to start out the year, he has a 5.40 ERA and a 8 Ks on the season, so it's been a rough start for Adi Nunez to start out the year. And we have two seven o'clock games tomorrow. The Fire Frogs and the Threshers play tomorrow. They have both yet to announce their pitchers, so we're not going to talk that much about it. But both teams uh, are six and eleven to start out the year. Both trying to look for their seventh win of the season. Dunedin and Daytona they play tomorrow. That should be a really good game at Jackie Robinson Ballpark. Dunedin, they will be having Maximo Castillo on the mound, the right-hander 0-1 to start out the year with a 3 ERA and 13 Ks. And Packy Naughton will be on the mound for the Daytona Tortugas. He is a left-hander who is 1-1 to start out the year with a 2.55 ERA and 18 strikeouts. So that is going to be your games and also the Dunedin-Daytona game. That will be at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. You can listen in on the first pitch app. Uh, by going pressing on the little headset at the top, going to any of these teams, uh, they're all uh, alphabetically ordered, going to their team, you press listen in live, and you must have the TuneIn Audio app, and it will let you listen to all the minor league games, so depending on where you live, and if you like a certain team, you could listen to that team. So it's really neat, uh, I would definitely recommend download both apps, because those are both helpful during the season to listen to all your, uh, all your games. Uh, especially teams that, you know, are out of market. It's just fun to listen to games that, you know, you don't get to watch and stuff. So it's pretty cool. So we're going to look at the standings here real quick. Uh, also, uh, some other things we got to bring up here. Um, we will be starting games of the week. And the first game of the week will be this week. And it will be tomorrow. Uh, or Tuesday, I should say. And it will be... Daytona and Dunedin. So Daytona and Dunedin will be the first game of the week of the season. Uh, we also be doing Prospect Pro or Spotlight. Uh, we have yet to pick the person for that yet, but we will see her soon. Uh, and then, I believe that's it. Yes, I believe that is it. So that is pretty much all for that. But uh, oh, and league leaders will be coming up this week as well. We'll be announcing, getting, going through all the league leaders and average and uh, stuff like that. We'll get to that in a little bit, but, uh, we'll probably get that towards the end of the week, probably on Sunday, we'll get to that, but, um, let's go here real through quick, real, let's go through this here real quick, uh, we're gonna go through all the standings, uh, here before we are done today, talking about everything, I believe that's pretty much it, um, that we had to cover here today, but, uh, other than the standings, uh, so here we go. The Florida Daily North is looking like this so far to start out the year. Dunedin is pretty much handling business, their own business in the North as they are really doing well to start out the year. They are um, 11 to five, 11 and five to start out the season. They have yet to lose a game at home, which is incredible. So their home home field of temporary home field advantage has been really working out right now. They are currently 11 and five to start out the year. They are on a two game winning streak right now as well. Um, Daytona, they are eight and nine. So a big, so no team, if there, that means if Daytona is eight and nine, that means no team is under 500 in the North other than Dunedin. So pretty, pretty incredible right there. 
And Daytona is, I thought they were going to be a team that was going to be good this year. So, uh, Dunedin is in first, they're 11 and 5. Day, Dunedin, or Daytona is 8 and 9, they are 3.5 games back. Lakeland is 7 and 8, they are 3.5 games back. Clearwater, Florida, and Tampa, they are all 3.5 games back, and they are all 6 and 11. So, all trying to look for some wins there. Bradenton, we'll get into the south now. Here is Bradenton. They are in the lead right now. They are 12 and 5 to start off the year. Pretty good start. And Palm Beach as well. They are 12 and 5 as well. They are both tied for the first spot in the south. Fort Myers, they're 10 and 7. They're two games back. St. Lucie is 9 and 8. They're three games back. Jupiter, they are 7 and 9. They're four and a half back. And Charlotte, who I thought they actually might have had a good year too. Um, they are 6 and 11. They are six games back. Uh, just some. Key things here, look, look at their winning streaks here real quick. Dunedin, they are on a two-game winning streak. Day, Daytona, they've won their last three. Lakeland, they've lost their last two. Clearwater, they've, won their, they've only won, they just won their last game, so really not a streak. Florida, they've lost their last three. Uh, Bradenton, they've won their, won their last three. Jupiter, they've lost their last three. And that is pretty much everybody else either has one loss or uh, one win. So really no streaks, I would say, uh, that are really major um and for elimination these are the elimination numbers i thought you know just bring this up probably interesting uh so daytona they have fit they are 51 losses they are 51 games away from being officially eliminated out of the playoffs uh lakeland as well they are 51 games away and uh clearwater fire frogs and tarpons are 49 games away from being eliminated from the first half of the playoffs Fort Myers, they're 52 games away from being eliminated. St. Lucie, they're 51 games away from being eliminated. Jupiter, they're 49. And Charlotte, they're 48. So kind of interesting just to see the elimination numbers and see if they were to lose the rest of the season, uh, or at least the rest of the half, uh, what, how that would work. So uh, pretty interesting there. So far, though, I mean, the, the South looks like it's going to be close. Looks like Fort Myers might jump in. Uh, might be a team to watch out for, but I mean the North man just been running running rough shot is Dunedin Blue Jays right now. So uh, we'll see where that goes, and we'll see how if they could be able to keep this up through the rest of this uh, month and up until June when the All Star break is because that's when the half ends. So it'll be interesting to see how all this division shakes up towards the end of this first half and for the rest of the season to come. So again, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Thank you guys for listening on Spotify, on Anchor, on Google Plays, and on Apple Podcasts. We are here every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm your host, Dylan. Once again, thank you guys for listening. You guys are what helps this podcast stay alive. And all the Florida State League fans out there, and all the baseball fans out there who love minor league baseball or just who love the prospects and stuff, again, keep on listening to me. I love it when I hear you guys love when you guys love this uh, podcast and give it some love on the Instagram, on the YouTube channel, on the website. Uh, I'll give you more information and links on all that. But thank you guys for listening and peace.